Welcome to the sesh wagon for this week. Sorry, been a little bit late on this sesh, man. Like, it's been a... Vibes just haven't been there, man. You know, I've been trying to stick with the two a week with the sesh and just keep pumping it out, keep cranking out my thoughts, give the world more of my opinions. But man, last couple of days, man, vibes have been off. Vibes have been off. I mean, I'm being hard on myself again. Like, really, if... If I wanted to keep the schedule regular, I'm only really like a day or two late. So we'll see. Maybe I'll just completely crank it out this week to ca catch up with it. But anyway, you're probably thinking, Matt, this sounds slightly different. This audio quality is probably a little bit better. Well, technically, I've upgraded again. Not really like on purpose, but as you know from a previous episode, probably earlier on, like I think it was episode two, actually, fucking ages ago. I dropped the old phone in the toilet and completely fucked it up and basically was borrowing a second phone for a while so I finally got my cheap ass, cheap lazy ass around to buying a new phone and thought, you know, things have been good, money's coming in, why not treat myself, you know, this sesh wagon revenue's starting to take off a little bit. So I splashed out, got a pretty decent phone, got a Samsung. A nice Samsung S22, actually. Oh, Matt, that's fucking bougie, you're saying. Yes, yes, it is. It's more money than I've ever spent on a phone, like more than twice as much as I've ever spent on a phone. So, you know, I wanted to treat myself, probably stupidly, but fuck it. Why not, you know? We're in a free country, and why not use my money while it's still worth something? That's what the main... Actually, I didn't even think of that till now, but that's what I tell people, like... My, my one bit of economic and financial advice I ever give to anybody is whatever money you have now is never going to be more valuable than it is tomorrow or the day after that or the day after that because of inflation. So because it's never going to be more valuable than it is right now and it's only going to lose value, spend as much of it as quickly as you possibly fucking can. Saving is retarded, all right? That's my financial advice from a non-financial, okay, it's not financial advice, because I think that's, that's a thing they say on all the crypto videos that I watch, that it's not financial advice, even though it is financial advice, so I just gave you non-financial advice, but telling you it is financial advice, so then that's basically the same, so government, don't come after me, anyway, so I splashed that on the phone, and one thing that really I didn't even notice, didn't even think about until I got the phone home. Uh, I got the I got yeah. Well yeah, I got the phone home. I've said it properly the first time, you idiot. So when I got the phone home, I was starting to play around with it, get the apps, fucking transfer my data over, all that sort of shit, get running. I noticed something was off, and this may just be my fucking cheap ass, stupid ass, non-tech knowing ass, but. I didn't realize they stopped making good phones with headphone jacks. You know, the old classic 3.5 millimeter jack, put your headphones in. And so this one do doesn't have one. It's just got like the USB-C port to charge and stuff. So yeah, my old, the microphone won't connect to this phone. So that's why I'm now just going straight through the phone. But because it's such a good phone, I think the audio is going to be better. So it's overall, like, you know, it doesn't really matter at all, to be honest. Like, it's a win-win, really. So, anyway, 
that's what I've been doing this week. That's how I've been spending my money buying a new phone. But also because of that, I don't have any. I don't have any wireless headphones. I've always been a wired headphone guy. Like I know it's like old school, and you know everybody's using Bluetooth headphones these days. But I always, you know, I like the feel of having wires in there and fucking, you know, having it connected that way, and you know, not having Bluetooth things where you got to worry about the connection and shit. And like, I'd had Bluetooth headphones in the past. And my main, like, my main problem with them, like, it was my fault, but my main problem with Bluetooth headphones is they're always just so fucking small and easy to lose or easy to fuck up. Like, I bought Bluetooth headphones, like, six years ago for the first time, like, back when they were, like, a, a new thing, like, Bluetooth wireless headphones, and the pair I brought, they were, like, a Sony or a Samsung pair or something, and they cost me, like, 180, 200 bucks, and they were today those same ones would probably cost like 40 bucks of the same quality so like it was all right it wasn't too bad the battery lasted like two hours and you know they were cool i liked them i used them most of the time like going to the gym and shit but then i fucked them up i dropped them on the ground my fat ass stood on them broke them instantly like after like three weeks and you know i was like 19 there was decent amount of money for me so I was like oh fuck I'm not gonna do that again and just went back to buying $10 $15 headphones like all the time then the next time I bought bluetooth headphones was like about a year ago and in the old car the previous iteration of the sesh wagon which was a shitty old 96 honda civic that's what I was rocking before I upgraded to this fucking beast of a beauty of a car, this Honda Advance year wagon. Um, I just left my headphones in there after using them once, like after going to the gym or whatever. And they were just sitting on the back seat and I had a bunch of rubbish in the back seat too. And I went to go clean my car out like the next day and my fucking stupid ass didn't even realize. But, um, in the midst of like the food wrappers and the paper and shit that I had thrown inside the rubbish bin, I had put my fucking Bluetooth headphones in the rubbish bin too, and I didn't even realize until the next day when I went looking for them, and like the idiot I am, that just happened to be bin day, so the bins got collected and my headphones were gone forever. So that's been the last two times that I've had Bluetooth headphones. And so I went and, you know, had to go get some the other day. And, yeah, got the cheapest ones that I could that I knew wouldn't be complete shit. So I got, you know, some skull candy ones for like 30, 30 bucks. They're on special, so seemed to be going all right. Been using them, you know, had them on at work last couple of days. Bloody wore them to the gym last night. And, yeah, yeah, pro update so far. Not too bad, not terrible. I know I'm gonna lose them though. Like I'm just gonna fucking lose them. I was, I went and took a piss today at work, and like I was just standing up, standing over the toilet, holding my cock in my hand, just pissing into the bowl, and I just knew, like I felt like one of the earbuds come a little bit loose, and I was just like, oh fuck, that's how I'm gonna lose these. These are gonna one day just fall straight into the toilet bowl. And there they go, and I'm not going to have fucking headphones again. But hey, I've got a really good phone. 
a really good phone. Like, honestly, like, you know, it's just like I could have spent even more money and gone for like the fucking Galaxy Ultra or gone like the fucking whatever iPhone 69 we're up to at this point or whatever the fuck it is. But, like, that's just, you know, that's just ridiculous. So, basically, I got, like, Samsung Galaxy has got all the bells and whistles as good as they possibly can. And, you know what, so far, I think it's been a bit of a waste of money. Like, it's not really any better. Like, I'm sure, yeah, like, I've only had it, like, five days. No, not even five days, like, three days. And, like, I just really haven't used it for probably anywhere near its full capabilities but like I can tell it's better I can tell it's better than what I'm used to like obviously like it's double the price of anything that I've ever bought in terms of a phone before but it just I I really don't think it was money well spent at this point like I think the sweet spot for cell phones these days like so ones that have like you know a all right enough camera like you know, I'm not a fucking TikToker, so I'm not going to be filming myself doing sick weed dances all day. So the camera doesn't really matter to me. But, like, for, my, for someone like me, like, you know, you don't need a great camera. You just want a phone with a decent amount of size, reasonable screen, you know, not slow sort of type of phone that's just going to do the jobs, do the job well. I think, like, sort of that 250 to 350 maybe 400 like, dollar phones those that's kind of your sweet spot that's all you really fucking need like basically that's my review like if you just if you're a listener of the sesh and you're looking for a new phone and you're like i got the money there of you know why not splash out for once in my life i'd recommend not doing it to be honest i don't think it's worth it but hey you know you live and you learn and honestly with how this podcast is going like it's you know, it's just a drop in the water, really, like, who gives a fuck, like, you know, I'm reeling in the money at the moment, so, ain't no thing, but a bang, but yeah, anyway, it's probably just a fucking Jewish conspiracy, fucking, this, these phones thing, the, the Bluetooth, the, the headphone thing, that's definitely a Jewish conspiracy, it's so Jewish, like, I mean, I know most people, they just love wireless headphones these days. It's just, you know, all the fucking pieces of shit have their AirPods in and just walking up and down the street, like, constantly. Just looking gay as fuck, to be honest. But, like, no one wanted the headphone jank to go away. Like, there's lots of people that just prefer, you know, that want wide headphones, you know, into their phone. Like, it's really, it was never really that much of an inconvenience. Like, yeah, it is more convenient to have Bluetooth headphones if you're not a cunt that loses and breaks shit easily all the time like me, but nobody was asking to not have a headphone jack. That was just something that they fucking took away just so they could sell you headphones that are, like, four times more expensive comparatively to wired headphones of the same fucking quality. So... Yeah, anyway, that's 100% a Jewish conspiracy, if you had to ask me. Talking of Jewish conspiracies, fucking Kyrie Irving, man. Jesus. Like, what the fuck? Kyrie, 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 Kyrie Irving, man. If you don't know, 
I touched on it last time. The fucking, you know, my my friends, the Jays, that I love so much. They were starting to come after your boy Kyrie Irving, the unvaxxed king, because he shared a movie that's on Amazon Prime on his Twitter and just simply said, like, basically, I don't know, he said, uh, he's deleted it now, so I can't read it, but it was something along the lines of, hey, you guys, I don't even think he said anything. I think he just shared it on his page just without a comment. But, like, obviously, you know, you're that famous, you're going to share a movie on your Twitter. It's just because, you know, you're telling people, hey, check this shit out. It's pretty good, eh? But anyway, old Karee, Karee Irving, the the Jays, they didn't like this movie. They said it was anti-Jay. And that Kyrie needs to apologise. He needs to denounce any form of anti-Jayism. And any, you know, apologise, make a donation to the charities and all that sort of shit. And Kyrie said, nah, fuck you. I'm not anti-Jayish. I'm not a dick like that. I never said anything bad. I'm not fucking apologising. Because he fucking shouldn't. Now, anyway, in the last few days, as you're all probably aware, the Brooklyn Nets, and let's face it, the whole Jayish community as a whole, have flipped their shit and have thrown the absolute book at Karai Irving. And basically what's happened is the Nets have suspended Kyrie indefinitely, minimum five games, until he apologizes for being anti-Jayish, makes a $500,000 donation, do, donation to fucking Alpha D- Diego Lima or whatever the fuck it is, you know, those three letters, and basically go to a re-education camp. Bend over and suck the cock of every Jayish person in Brooklyn. Meet with the owner of the Nets and compare notes on how he's a backer of China and Kyrie is the absolute opposite of a backer of China. And, you know, basically make him bend over and spread his black, beautiful cheeks and let that Jayish throbbing cock enter his asshole. And forcibly rape him for the world to see. Just because he shared a fucking movie on his Twitter. Now, as much as I love Kyrie, and sorry for the the static noise here, I was scratching my head, but as much as I love Kyrie, I looked up this video, I didn't watch it. It's going to cost like 50 bucks to watch it. But I looked up what this video is about. Now, allegedly, according to the couple of websites I read, it's basically a movie about the slave trade. Uh, the Atlantic slave trade of the blacks going to the States and all that sort of shit. And basically, without directly saying it, kind of said that the Jews did that. I mean, the Jays did that. And, you know, I'm not a historian. 
never claimed to be, you know, never claimed to be a historian. So I don't know if that's true or not. You know, it's not my place to debate that. I'll, I'll fully accept that. And if, you know, if it is complete bullshit, then, you know, I could understand why the Jays don't really want that sort of thing promoted. Because, like, say if all the the blacks started thinking that was 100% true, you might, you know, there might be some tensions in the relationship between those groups of people. And rightly so, the Jays are absolutely fucking terrified of the blacks being angry at them because, let's face it, in any sort of physical confrontation a black man is going to absolutely murder a Jayish man. So, but that being said, as much as I sympathise and empathise with, with, with the people of the small caps, like, come on. <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous. Like, I mean, granted, this is a... Kyrie's a unique case in the NBA. Like, there's, you know, most athletes just, they're either too stupid to give it, to even know what's going on, or if they're smart enough to know what's going on, they're also com- they're complete sellouts and they keep their mouth shut. Like, that's, like, LeBron, he's going to keep dead quiet on this because I don't think he fully disagrees. You know, I think he's smart enough to know, like, uh, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure with LeBron and stuff, like, like, a few years back, he, like, changed his whole management team and, like, got rid of a bunch of people around him and basically, I think most of the people around him are all, like, like, I know he's got, like, a childhood friend that was, like, his man- one of his main managers now and, like, pretty sure everybody that's, like, in, in his inner circles, black or close to it, I think. So I think he's, you know, he might have one or two J's in there, but... He doesn't have them ever too much power. So I think I think LeBron, he's smart enough. He's smart enough to be aware of this, but he's also smart enough in a sellout, so he ain't fucking saying shit. And the same with KD. Like, you know, KD's not saying anything. He's got he kinda he kinda said something. He said, like, come on, let's just move past this. He kinda said, like, come on, Nets, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, stop fucking up the team. Like, stop letting this bullshit get in the way of the team winning games, like, you can't, like, like, if you're a player that, like, isn't a complete fucking idiot, all you really care about is winning, and if, like, the second best player on the team is being suspended over absolute bullshit, that's just gonna piss you off, like, you know, I guarantee, like, I guarantee his teammates, like, some of them might not be best friends with them, especially, you know, the blue-pilled fucking normies in the team, which is probably most of them, they're probably, like, a bit standoffish, but he's definitely boys with, you know, and gets on with all of them, like, be, he's not the kind of guy that anyone's gonna hate in the locker room, like, let's, let, let's be honest, like, if anybody in the media is saying that, then they're absolutely fucking retard, so, like, they're just gonna be, they, they, they would just piss you off, and as a fan, like, like, unless you are a, you know, a J, and even then, most Js are probably, like, who gives a fuck? Like, no one's, no one, no one's going to an NBA's player's fucking Twitter and, you know, expecting to read something that's gonna start a revolution and overthrow the world. Unless they actually think that. Unless, 
Kyrie's actually getting that powerful or that fucking scared of him. They can't be letting him straddle a line like this. But yeah. But anyway, it's a developing situation. We're in the middle of it. I think, like, based on Kyrie's track record and the fact that he never caved to the to the to the vaccine last year because he's a real G. Like, I think I think Kyrie's gonna he's not backing down. So it'll be interesting to see where this goes from here. My prediction for it is they're gonna keep him suspended for like at least till Christmas, at least till Christmas. And then probably then if Kyrie's still like, nah, fuck yous. I ain't fucking apologizing. They'll probably just trade him. You know, they'll trade him to whatever team has a has a half-decent guard. That's, you know, like a like a loose all-star kind of guard. Like, it could be like a Wizards. Trade him for Bradley Beal. I think that'd be an alright trade. Draft picks and a couple role players going one way or whatever the fuck depending on you know how many people are wanting to trade for him that could be a good option or you know just somewhere somewhere like that or uh i don't know i don't know the league that well maybe like to utah for like a whoever the fuck you know just try they'll probably trade him to a shitty team as a bit of an fu to him which to be honest, this isn't the end of the world for Kyrie. He's in the last year of his contract. Like, he'll go wherever the fuck he wants next year regardless. And that's also another reason for him to say, nah, fuck you, to the Nets. Like, regardless of what happens next year, he doesn't have to deal with their bullshit whatsoever. And so far, the way the Nets have been going, are they really going to... It doesn't really look like they're going to win the title. Like, they, they'll get to the playoffs. Like, KD on his own will play well enough to get into the playoffs, but... Yeah, it doesn't really look like... I mean, they've already fired Steve Nash, their coach, into the... Like, few games into the year. And Ben Simmons, like, what the fuck is up with Ben Simmons? I don't even know. I don't really even look into it. So, you know. Kyrie's got all the cards, really. Like, yeah, they're gonna... They'll probably end up taking away most of his salary for this year. But, honestly, surely, like, maybe, you know, down the line, he'll be able to sue for that and get that back, and he's rich enough that he won't give a fuck, like, he'll probably, like, at the very least, he'll be able to play, like, for another six, seven years in the league, and even if it's on, he's got his ring, so, like, does he really, like, he went to Brooklyn, yeah, he went with KD, but, like, I don't think he was motivated, he's not motivated to ring chasing because he's already got it, so he's just gonna go to the best place for him, like, Team probably, it's probably going to end up being like a small market team somewhere that's got a, you know, might not have a whole bunch of star players, but maybe like an Indiana or a, you know, like a Charlotte, somewhere like that. Just, you know, somewhere where the media circus isn't going to try and ruin his life and where political views are a little bit less fucking communist like Brooklyn. And just, you know... Somewhere he can, because like he's not like a, he never goes out of his way to the media. Like he doesn't say all the crazy shit like on purpose. Like if you sit down, like he did a podcast a few months ago. I think it was the I Am Athlete podcast. Like he talks for an hour and a half. He doesn't say any like flat earth crazy shit. Like he said that sort of thing once in the media years ago, and people just run with it. He's a fucking, he's a real smart guy. Like real fucking 
spiritual kind of guy, like, which isn't a surprise. But, like, if you just listen to him talk, and most of the time he talks, like, he's clearly a smart guy. Like, it's just the media that's literally, like, especially the, it seems like the media in Brooklyn have just attacked the shit out of him because they're fucking pieces of shit. So he just, you know, Kyrie just needs to sit this out. Sit the year out, honestly. Like, at this point, him suspending, like, he's basically protesting the Brooklyn Nets for being a piece of shit organization who treat their players like shit. So, you know, it's basically, he's basically just holding, like, holding out like they're doing pretty much every other, like, mostly like in the NFL, where he's like, nah, fuck you, team. I don't like the way you're operating. You're not paying me enough. I don't want to come back next year, so I'm just going to sit out and not play. I'm just going to go chill. I'm just going to rest my body, give my body right, extend my career on the back end, earn that money somewhere else. You know? I honestly, like, that's the thing with pro sport. Like, you got to think about it. Like, if you're an athlete, like, Kyrie's in his early 30s, so he's still, he's still, like, in his prime, but his body's going to be hurting quite a bit, so a year off will be good for him. Like, it'll extend, you know, rest for a year now, you might get two extra years out of the end of his career and make the money back, so who gives a fuck? But, yeah, bullshit situation. The Nets are just making themselves look fucking retarded. Like, Kyrie's, like, seriously, after this, I don't, like, people that hated Kyrie already fucking hated Kyrie. People that love Kyrie still fucking love Kyrie. Like, it's not going to change his position in life, like, at all. Like, if anything, it just, you know, Kyrie should be happy he doesn't have, he's not going to have to fucking play this season on the fucking shit show that is the Brooklyn Nets. Like, yeah, if he could, he would. Like, he's not trying to let KD fucking carry that shit show of a franchise by himself. But, you know, the Nets are making them. So, like, his conscience is guilt-free, like, if they have an absolute shitter of a season. Like, they play... Granted, like, I've paid attention to the Nets' last two games because you saw yesterday they fucking dominated the Wizards and KD had that fucking sick ankle bracket move, which was nice. And then today I was in the office, one of the guys had the... The Nets, Nets Hornets game on, so got a got a glimpse of the second half of that and saw that he yeah fucking willed them behind or willed them back from a and a come from behind late one and yeah got the win in the end. I think it went no no I don't think it went to OT. No, that one didn't go to OT. That one was just a close finish. The other game that went to the OT that we saw straight after that was. Uh, New Orleans, Atlanta, and that was a good finish. Atlanta getting the win on that one. Honestly, I didn't even think about them. That could be... Nah, I can't force that one. Like, they're a cool team. I was going to say that could be the team I jump on the bandwagon for, but... Like, you know, Trey Young's cool and everything, and it's an up-and-coming team, but... Just, nah, just... Doesn't feel right to be an Atlanta Hawks fan. Like, it's just not me. And I think I know why. I think I just had a memory reminding me of why I couldn't be a... Couldn't be an Atlantic Hawks fan. Back in the back in the high school days when I was last time I was properly into the NBA, had a mate at high school, old old Ben Grimshaw, Brownie we called him. He was one of the main guys I talked basketball about because, like me, he was a guy who didn't really play basketball. And when he tried to play basketball, it was shit, but liked watching it. So it was into all the fucking teams. His favorite team back then, back in the day, was the Atlanta Hawks. 
And I fucking hated the Atlanta Hawks back then. The back fucking Joe Johnson. Um, fucking. Oh, who's the center? I'm blanking. Played on the Celtics recently. Ah, uh, you know what I'm talking about. That fucking guy, the short center. The fucking. He's still going. And you had Kyle Corver and them. Anyway, I fucking hated those guys. And so, I, yeah, anyway. Fuck the Hawks. I don't even know why I'm talking about them. But yeah. So that's, uh. The UBA rant, rant, fuck the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, what else happened? Oh, the All Blacks. The All Blacks played this morning. We'll just quickly talk about them. You know, better performance after Japan last time. They had the A-team out. And in the end, they beat, beat Wales by about 30-odd points, which is good. Good. They did what they're supposed to do. You know, a bit more of a promising performance. They had some good attacking spells. and But, you know, Wales aren't really that good. And, like, they're solid. Like, beating them by 30 points is an accomplishment. Like, losing to them is still a disaster, though. So, yeah. Anyway, it's on to Scotland next week. And it's a bit of a, bit of a limp dick end of year tour for the All Blacks, really. They went to Japan. They went, eh, played the B team. Then we went to Wales. We had the A team smashed them. So it was like, yes, good. Then we get Scotland, who we should play mostly the A team and smash them. It'll probably be an, an A.5, like a... Like a one, you know, couple of couple of guys trying a couple of things in the forward pack and the in the back line. So should beat them comfortably, but then we finish it off with a big game against England, and that's it. Usually, usually you should get two big games. Like you know, I like, wish we were playing either one of France or Ireland at the end of it. Like add one more week on, but you know, it is what it is. And to be honest, I'd rather. I'd rather they just, if they're able to pull off the win against England, you know, because they should beat Scotland, and if they go through undefeated, you call it an alright end of year tour. Like, Japan was shit, but you can't really hold that against them too much because it was the B team. So, hopefully things are on the up for the All Blacks because, man, you know, maybe I've had some time to cool down since the end of the Rugby Championship, and I think I've just been a little bit too harsh on the All Blacks. Like, yeah, they should be playing better. They should be winning all the time you know, like, all the time, but, yeah, they have been, I still think, like, as a team, like, the the 15 players in the All Blacks are better than any other 15 players on any other rugby team in the world, and sort of the other games this weekend kind of proved it, like, you know, you had two big games, you had Ireland against South Africa and France against Australia, you know, it's a good way to get comparison about where those teams are at compared to the All Blacks, seeing how we played both those teams twice in the last few months. And both both games were real, real close. And I think France, I really don't think there's much to be worried about France. To play like that against against Aussie, like, they scored 30 points, it's 30 to 29, but, like, 18 of those 30 points were penalties, like, you know... If, when you're not used to watching Northern Hemisphere rugby, you can kind of forget that they can score like 30 plus points with only two tries because of the amount of fucking penalties and kicks they get and all that sort of shit because it's just a different style of footy. But, um, yeah, yeah, I really, I don't, wasn't that impressed. Like their defense out in the back line, like Aussies were able to split them open quite a bit. And, yeah, they didn't really have a lot attacking wise. Like their first try was just. Penalty, pick it, line out, pick and go, pick and go, pick and go, try. And then the second this second try, which won them the game, granted was a sick try, but it was just like a 
like a one person moment of brilliance by that fucking right winger who beat like three people all by himself from 30 meters out to score a try in the corner, which is pretty fucking sick. Like, I'm not going to lie, but that wasn't any sort of team structure or team sort of game plan thing or, you know, consistent sort of getting the upper hand in one area sort of tries, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like a one-off moment of brilliance, which at that level can happen at any time and at at any point of the game, so... And that's what, what the only reason they won, really. Like, if that didn't happen, they would have lost. So Australia, who the All Blacks absolutely wiped the floor with. So, yeah. And then Ireland played South Africa and beat them 19-16, which I think kind of solidifies, I'd say, the, I'd say the Irish are probably the best team in the world at the moment, which makes for the June series of us losing to them 2-1 slightly easier to swallow. Like, because we did beat them in one game, and we didn't get absolutely blown out by them. But, yeah, I think it kind of just solidifies the fact that, like, yeah, we lost to Ireland, but we, their players aren't, no, aren't any better than the All Blacks, and they're beating everybody else. So if the All Blacks can just sort of tighten shit up, sort their shit out, peak well for the World Cup next year, there is a good chance we can turn it on and win the World Cup. But, honestly, there's, yeah, basically... There's six teams that can win it, really. The big six teams of even I'd even yeah give Aussie a chance to turn it on and fucking win the win the World Cup, which would be fucking wild. But yeah, anyway, moving on from the footy, I've been thinking of uh, expanding expanding my artistic endeavors a little bit over the next couple of weeks. Thinking of starting the blog. You know, yeah, I'm being serious. I'm gonna start a blog just to get you know, it'll be a bit more of a serious tone. You, you know, if you, I'm not gonna be getting high and putting out fucking crazy thoughts and writing and putting it to my name. I'm gonna be, you know, a bit more thoughtful, a bit more intellectual, a bit more serious, a bit more pol- maybe a little bit political. I don't know, but still, you know, a bit of humor in there. You know, that's my personality. I can't just pull that out of everything. But yeah, I'm going to be starting a blog. I've got to work working a couple of titles, you know. Got a couple of website domain sort of ideas in the background. So I don't quite know what the branding's going to be of it just yet. But yeah, basically, you know, it's going to be a bit of a side project. Just trying things out. Never done any sort of serious writing writing adventures. But, you know, I feel like I can craft a good yarn on the old pen and paper so we're seeing how that goes i think that that'll be a bit more irregular like i'll take my time and sort of really sort of work on different projects different ideas maybe put put something out once every couple of weeks or you know if i'm in the mood just getting the groove start cranking them out at times quicker than others but just yeah really going with the flow with that sort of Letting the ideas come to me, putting them, putting them out there, and just expanding on them, doing some research, bringing some facts. Like, you know, if I want to spread spread the truth out there, that's going to be the way to go because I'll be able to fucking have sources and links, link back to things, and reference things, and really sort of, you know, put the truth out there in black and white facts, and just, you know, really just try and change the world, save the world, and all that shit. So that's gonna. 
that's going to be exciting once that's ready to go. You'll hear things, hear things here first. You know, I'll come to the people of the listeners of the Sesh Wagon and try and drive some traffic over there and just, you know, expand, expand, you know, just sort of expand my horizons. Just try things in different areas, you know, really be a multi-talented, multi-directional human being. So we'll see how that goes. And been been thinking about the, you know, getting out there in, in the real world and getting the stand-up comedy going, I'll, you know. Sort of plotting my way around that, sort of doing some research of the comedy, local comedy scene and seeing where, how things fit out. But I think that might be something in the next month or so we start getting, a, getting our teeth into and seeing where that goes, you know. Because, you know, I got, I feel like, you know, like yeah, these three avenue, avenues will complement each other. I'll bounce ideas around and just put them out there in the written form and the spoken form and just fucking change the world man that's the goal that's what we're doing we're gonna really just spread knowledge spread awareness spread laughter spread happiness and just fucking make things right you know what else what else are we here to do what else are we here to do in this world like there is no nobler cause than that so yeah, yeah, I think that's a good place to leave it. A little bit shorter of an episode, but like I said, I haven't really been feeling it the last couple of days, but we'll see how we go the rest of this week. But yeah, anyway, see you later.